Enjoyed our last um, episode. Twat candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Twat candy. Correct. <laughs> All about the candy man. And tonight we have another. It's not about us putting candy in our twats. Sorry though. It's not. If you haven't heard it, it's not. Un- it's unfortunately not about that. It would be hilarious if it was that. though. Yeah. Maybe in our <laughs> pockets, but not our badges. Or twats. 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 But, um... <laughs> twats. <laughs> but anyway, so we're back for another spooky episode, and, um, Katie... Tonight I'm talking about Sam Hain. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Samhain. Samhain. It's spelled Sam Hain, though. So I was telling her, ooh, wow, I put a lot of vodka in that, or I didn't... Let me try it. it. Let me see. Okay, before I mix it. <laughs> if I like blew into a lighter right now, it'd be like a fucking flamethrower. That'd be so cool. Oh, my lighter's outside. I have a lighter in my pocket, but I don't think it would actually work. Let me take a sip and try. Oh my God, do it. Okay, sip. Just face away from my computer and my microphone. <laughs> no, I just blew she it just out. She just blew it out. Damn it. Womp, womp. Anyway, we tried. That was anticlimactic. <laughs> it was anticlimactic. Uh, anyways... <laughs> Um, so Katie is talking about the origin of Halloween, which there are a few different stories that we will go over during this season. This particular one is Thawin. But this particular one is Thawin. So I thought it'd be really fun to talk about the origin of the fucking jack-o'-lantern. Fuck yeah, man. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about that. The legend of Stingy Jack. Mm-hmm. Fuck, Sorry. <laughs> Ew, Katie, gross. It was my booty hole. It was my twat candy. <laughs> so it was a queef, not a fart. It was a, it was a, it was a sweet queef. Yeah. A sugary queef. Hashtag sugary queef. <laughs> so um, before we get into Samhain, which is where Halloween came from, this is Stingy Jack. So people have been making jack-o'-lanterns at Halloween for centuries. The practice originated from an Irish myth about a man nicknamed Stingy Jack. According to the story, Stingy Jack invited the devil to have a drink with him. Dude, why can't we invite the devil to have a drink with us? That would be awesome. I feel like maybe I'm the devil since you got 666. So maybe I'm drinking. Maybe I'm drinking with the devil. True to his name, Stingy Jack didn't want to pay for his drink. Because he's one of them guys. 
I don't want to pay so, for mine either. So no one fucking wants to pay for them, but you just got to. <laughs> so he convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin so that Jack could use it to buy their drinks. Once the devil did so, Jack decided to keep keep the money and put it in his pocket next to a silver cross, which prevented the devil from changing back into his original form. Interesting. That is interesting. Jack eventually, though, freed the devil under the condition that he would not bother Jack for one year and that Jack, or, and should Jack die, he would not claim his soul. Mm. That was the deal. Okay, that's a good deal. So, why? first of all, if you're going to strike a bargain, why say one year? I'd be like, for fucking That goes ever. by really fast. Right. So, the next year... Jack again tricked the devil into climbing into a tree to pick a piece of fruit. This sounds a little bit like the creation story. It does. A (laughs) little bit. A little bit. While he was up in the tree, Jack carved a sign of the cross into the tree's bark so that the devil could not come down until the devil promised Jack not to bother him for 10 more years. Okay. So there we go. But you're still still asking for for, (laughs) a minimal amount of years. Right. Um... Soon after, Jack died. As the legend goes, God would not allow such an unsavory figure into heaven. The devil, upset by the trick that Jack had played on him and keeping his word not to claim his soul, would not allow Jack into hell. Interesting. He sent Jack off into the dark night with only a burning coal to light his way. Jack put the coal into a carved out turnip and has been roaming the earth ever since. The Irish began to refer to the ghostly figure as Jack of the Lantern. Oh. And then simply Jack O'Lantern. Nice. In Ireland and Scotland, people began to make their own version of Jack's Lantern by carving scary faces into turnips or potatoes mm-hmm. and placing them into windows or near doors to frighten away the stingy Jack and other wandering evil spirits. In England, large beets were used. That sounds messy. (laughs) Yeah, and stainy. Yeah. That shit stains the fuck out of you. Yeah. Immigrants from these countries brought the jack-o'-lantern tradition with them when they came to the United States. They soon found that pumpkins, a fruit native to America, make the perfect jack-o'-lanterns. Don't they ever. They do. Well, I like that story. Yeah. I like it a lot. So when we come back, we are going to hear about the origins of Samhain, which is really the origin of Halloween. It really is. We'll be right back. Happy Halloween. Are you ready? I'm super pumped. All right, I'm super pumped to tell you, tell you. <laughs> she's not. She's not super pumped. She's super. I'm not gonna say drunk. I'm gonna say I'm tipsy. happy. She's I, super happy. I'm happy. Thanks to this coconut vodka that we've been drinking tonight. Thank you, Amsterdam vodka. Yeah. 
Thank you, Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. Coconut vodka. It is delicious. So let's talk about Samhain. Shall we? We shall. All right. So Samhain is a pagan religious festival originating from ancient Celtic spiritual tradition. You said originating. Originating. (laughs) I like to enunciate. (laughs) In modern times, Samhain, a Gaelic word pronounced Samhain, is usually celebrated from October 31st to November 1st to welcome in the harvest and usher in the dark half of the year. Celebrants believe that the barriers between the physical world and the spirit world break down during Samhain, allowing more interaction between the human and denizens of the other world. Ancient Celts marked Samhain as the most significant of the four quarterly fire festivals taking place at the midpoint between the fall equinox and the winter solstice. During this time of year, hearth fires and family homes were left to burn out while the harvest was gathered. After the harvest work was complete, celebrants joined with Druid priests to light a community fire using a wheel that would cause friction and spark flames. The wheel was considered a representation of the sun and used along with prayers. Cattle were sacrificed and participants took a flame from the communal bonfire back to their home to relight the hearth. Early texts present Samhain as a mandatory celebration lasting three days and three nights where the community was required to show themselves to local kings or chieftains. Failure to participate was believed to result in punishment from the gods, usually illness or death. So, you know, you don't participate, you fucking die. Yeah, I'd be participating. Right. I would want to participate. It sounds fucking awesome. Yeah, it does. There was also a military aspect to Samhain in Ireland, with holiday thrones prepared for the commanders of soldiers. Anyone who committed a crime or used their weapons during the celebration faced a death sentence. So this was taken really seriously. Yeah, pure so. Yeah. Some documents mention six days of drinking alcohol to excess, typically meat or beer, along with gluttonous feast. Now, um, this sounds like a fucking holiday sounds, for us. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Gluttonous feast and drinking too much? Drinking alcohol Sign to excess. I know, right? Can we go to Ireland? Does anywhere in Ireland do this still? Because I am so down. If not, we're going to create our own reenactment. I know. This sounds (laughs) beyond amazing. Because the Celts believed that their barrier between worlds was breachable during Samhain, they prepared offerings that were left outside villages and fields for fairies or sits. It was expected that ancestors might cross over during this time as well, and Celts would dress as animals and monsters so that fairies were not tempted to kidnap them. Some specific monsters were associated with the mythology surrounding Samhain, including shape-shifting creature called a puka that receives harvest offerings from the field. The Lady Gwyn is a headless woman dressed in white who chases night wanderers and was accompanied by a black pig. Ooh, that's fucking cool. It is cool. I would love to see that. The Dullahan sometimes appeared as an imp uh, or I'm sorry sometimes appeared as impish creatures sometimes headless men on horses oh. who carried their heads riding flame-eyed horses their appearance was a death omen to anyone who encountered them does that sound familiar to it you it does flame-eyed sounds like a fucking cool addition to it mhm i know it makes it sound even cooler the headless horseman is my favorite halloween creature person whatever like that is my figure for Halloween. Exactly. Well, that's where it comes from. Yeah. 
That's cool. A group of hunters known as the Fairy Host might also haunt Samhain and kidnap people. Similar are the... <laughs> you can do it. Slaw. <laughs> the slaw. The slow... I don't know. I'm the sorry. Sl- I, I don't speak Celtic. So if I'm like butchering the shit out of this, I <laughs> sincerely apologize. Who would come from the West to enter houses and steal souls. Yeah. So well, they were demons or what? It kind of sounds like that. Or maybe they're just like... Succubuses? Kind of, yeah. yeah. One of the most popular Samhain stories told during the festival... Succubi, I meant to say. I sounded like an idiot with that one. I know what you meant. Succubi. I got you. <laughs> I'm not taking any points away. <laughs> one of the most popular Samhain stories told during the festival was the second... The second... It was the second one? <laughs> It was that second one, not the third. <laughs> it was the second battle of Mog Turid, which portrays the final conflict between the Celtic pantheon, between the... Fuck! <laughs> you can do it. I can't. Just try. I can't. The... I cannot. Just guess. Oh, let me see. The, Wait, what's the word? The... The... Twatha. The Tuatha. <laughs> the Tuatha de Danann. And evil oppressors known as the Fomor. The myths state that the battle unfolded over a period of Samhain. One of the most famous Samhain related stories is The Adventures of Nera, in which the hero Nera encounters a corpse and fairies and enters into the other world. That sounds fucking dope. That does sound cool. Samhain figured into the adventures of mythological Celtic hero Fionn Mac Cool. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce that. Okay. When he faced the fire-breathing underworld dweller, Alan, who would burn down the Hall of Terra every Samhain. Samhain also figures in another Fionn McCool legend where the hero is sent to the land beneath the wave. As well as taking place on Samhain, it... How many times are they going to say Samhain? <laughs> it features the descriptions of the hero's holiday gatherings. From now on, if you hear the word Samhain, take a shot. Yes! Tell us if you remember the episode. <laughs> Drinking game! Okay. As the Middle Ages progressed, so did the celebrations of the fire festivals. Bonfires, which were more personal Samhain fires near the farms, became a tradition purportedly to protect families from fairies and witches. Uh, fairies and witches sound pretty badass. They do, but... But in the Middle Ages, I know that they were, like, these horrible beings. Well, yeah, in Ireland, fairies are mostly bad. Yeah. Carved turnips called jack-o'-lanterns. Tip of the hat to Mandy! Now you know where that fucking Mm -hmm. came from. Carved turnips called jack-o'-lanterns began to appear, attached by strings to sticks, and embedded with coal. Later Irish traditions switched to pumpkins. In Wales, men tossed burning wood at each other in violent games and set off fireworks. Well, that's fucking smart. I know. That doesn't sound fun. No. It sounds... Let me throw a burning stick at you. I never thought I'd see the words violent games together because... I mean, that's how people were back in the day, though. They would fight to the death and people watched it. But that's not a game. To their that's a That's a keep your fucking head or you're going to die. And set off fireworks. In northern England, men paraded with noisemakers. I feel like they do that now. Sounds like New Year's Eve. It does. 
The tradition of dumb supper began during this time in which food was consumed by celebrants, but only after inviting ancestors to join, giving the families a chance to interact with the spirits until they left following dinner. Children would play, yeah, would play games to entertain the dead. Cool! While adults would update the dead on the past year's news. That night, doors and windows might be left open for the dead to come in and eat cakes that had been left for them. It's kind of like Santa Claus and leaving cookies. This actually reminds me more of the Day of the Dead. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, yeah. Because they, wonder would, if they that... would host dinners for their, you know... For their deceased. deceased. Yeah. yeah. As <clears throat> Christianity gained a foothold in pagan communities, church leaders attempted to reframe Samhain as a Christian celebration. Of course they did. Fuckers. <laughs> the first attempt was by Pope Boniface in the 5th century. He moved the celebration to May 13th and specified it as a day celebrating saints and martyrs. Well, that clearly stuck. Mm-hmm. But wait till you hear what he called it. Oh. The fire festivals of October and November, however, did not end with this decree. In the 9th century, Pope Gregory moved the celebration back to the time of the fire festivals, but declared it All Saints Day. Uh-huh. On November... Or on November 1st. All Souls Day would follow on November 2nd. Neither new Holloway... Uh, Holloway. Holloway. <laughs> Neither new holiday did away with the pagan aspects of the celebration. October 31st became known as All Hallows' Eve or Halloween and contained much of the traditional pagan practices before being adopted in 19th century America through Irish immigrants bringing their traditions across the ocean. It also became So that's known- how we got it in the United States. It also became known as the best day of the year. Fuck yes. <laughs> Even though we start like fucking in September so we can enjoy it more. But You mean March? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean all year basically. Me and Mandy start. Christmas can kiss my ass. I don't like Christmas. Oh, I love Christmas as much as I love Halloween. Ugh. I don't Not like spending. Me. I don't like spending the money. I just love the decorations and the jolliness and the. I mean, there's sometimes like certain things like suck me in, you know, but. When it's like two weeks out, I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't like the stress that comes with it. I just love the time of the year and the decorations and the the music as long as I don't hear it for too long. And the. We'll see, yeah. At work, I hear Christmas music 24 But I like the whole, like, the traditions and the. I like that kind of stuff. I don't like going broke and trying to figure out how I'm going to buy everyone Christmas presents and that kind of shit. But yeah. I do like That's the, what ruined it the for me. spirit of Christmas and the, I like. Yes, I love, but little fucking snot-nosed kids don't believe in the spirit of Christmas. They're like, where's my presents, mom? <laughs> I'm like, what? my family spoils my kids, so. Yeah, well, I have four of them, so <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> I'm like, after and Halloween, a, can we just go back to May, please? That would be great. I guess this is where having a teeny, teeny, tiny little family I guess makes it easier in that aspect. So, I mean, it's just, Christmas is easy for us. Anyways, uh, with the pagan aspects of the celebration, October 31st became known as All Hallows' Eve or Halloween and contained much of the same traditional pagan practices before being adopted in the 19th century America through Irish immigrants bringing their traditions across the ocean. Trick-or-treating is said to have been derived from the ancient Irish and Scottish practices in the nights leading up to Samhain. In Ireland... Mumming was the practice of putting on costumes, going door to door, and singing songs to the dead. Can I sing you a song that that reminds me of? Hold on. Mummy, would you like some sausages? Daddy, would you like some oh, sausage? Dad. Daddy, would you like some sausages? <laughs> I never heard that do that. And as soon as you said, like... I love Tom Green, and I love Freddie Got Fingered. 
something sounded like, and we sang that on one of our live videos, and I just had to tell you. Okay. Oh my god, that will never get old to me. There's only one LeBaron. Oh my god. Continue. Okay, so cakes are given as payment. Halloween pranks also... I'll take a cake as payment. I know, right? Why do I get Skittles, man? I don't even like them. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Skittles. God, give me a fucking cake and we are good. We are even. As long as it's not a fucking fruit cake. That shit is... Oh, yeah. Shit is Ew, gross. Yes. All right. Halloween pranks also have a tradition in Samhain, though in the ancient celebrations, tricks were typically blamed on fairies. Those whores. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. They were so, like, they blamed everything on fairies. Of course they did. A broad revival of Samhain resembling its traditional pagan form began in the 1980s with the growing popularity of Wicca. Wicca celebration of Samhain takes on many forms from the traditional fire ceremonies and celebrations that embrace many aspects of modern Halloween, as well as activities related to honoring nature or ancestors. Okay. Wiccans look at Samhain as the passing of the year and incorporate common Wiccan traditions into the celebration. In the Druid tradition, Samhain celebrates the dead with a festival on October 31st and usually features a bonfire and communion with the dead. American pagans often hold music and dance celebrations called witches' balls in proximity to Samhain. Oh my god, invite me! I know. I want to Where's care. a witch's ball and how do we get in? And how do I become a fucking witch? Just <laughs> let me in. I just want to go to the witch's ball and right. be friends with witches. I do too. And I want to be a witch too. So. I have two witch friends. If and I become a witch, they've never told me about their balls. <laughs> <laughs> One day. When Please, corona... witch friends, tell me all about your balls. Also, when Corona's <laughs> over, we'll hopefully be able to attend a vampire ball. Mm. We can find a witch's ball. Oh my God. Yeah. Excuse me, uh, Patty, Father Sebastian, I want to go to a vampire ball. Thank you. Yes. We love you. Okay. Pagans who embrace Celtic tradition. Which is is kind of like Celtic. (laughs) God, drink more, Katie. You got this. Okay. Pagans who embrace Celtic traditions with the intent of reintroducing them faithfully into modern paganism are called Celtic reconstructionists. In this tradition, Samhain is called... Oh, Yeah. (laughs) And it celebrates the Say day. Phonetically. Say phonetically, though. You know, Celtic languages know are not phonetic, not phonetic at but all. But I'd like to say it phonetically so I can just hear it. Oichi Shamana. <laughs> it's probably like people in Crystal Palace. Right. It's people like in so Ireland. Opposite. I am so fucking sorry. I am going to go on Babel and learn yes, your I language. Think, I don't think everyone in Ireland speaks Old Gaelic. Who says this is Old Gaelic? I mean, the, you're talking about the origin of Samhain, so it's probably... I'm talking about Celtic Reconstructionists. This may uh, not even be Old Gaelic. Yeah. Anywho. So that's what I have. That's all I got about Thawin. About Thawin? Thawin. Where we eventually got uh, Halloween. Halloweeners. So what that reminded me of, because um, one story I heard about that was like, I guess, an origin story for Thawin, mm-hmm. was there's this cave in Ireland. I love I caves. do not remember the name of the cave, 
But it's probably Gaelic, and we probably can't pronounce <laughs> well, yeah, it. Probably can't pronounce it anyway. So there's this cave, right, where the Morrigan, the I think the Morrigan, the Morrigan. <laughs> it's like I think Morg- the more you say it, the it's more like, of an accent you put like on it. It's like Morgan with like an I and like two G's. <laughs> I think when I've heard people talk about, it, they say the Morrigan, Morrigan, something. There's an I in there, but anyway. She <laughs> there's an if sound. She somewhere? was like a goddess of war or something. Cool. Like she wasn't that bad of a person. But then was she ever human or just a goddess? I'm not sure. She is a goddess, so I don't think goddesses were ever human. Okay. But I'm not 100 percent sure. I think she was just the goddess of war or one of them in Ireland folklore or Irish folklore. Anyway, there's this cave, and supposedly on October 31st. She comes out of the cave with a band of demons. Ooh. Yeah. And she is not a very nice goddess. Mm-hmm. And she will, like, fucking kill you and rob you and whatever for your stuff. So that is why in Ireland, I mean, this is just, like, what I'm remembering off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. So that is why people started to dress like demons. And they would leave treats outside their house to appease them to not come into their house. Cool. So that's where trick-or-treating apparently came from. And they dressed like demons so that the Morrigan and her demon army wouldn't kill them or take them to hell or whatever. Oh, I love it. But she came out on October 31st every year. And so it was, they would have offerings for her and they would stay in their homes and you know, so it's a little different because they're not out trick-or-treating, but if they had to be out of their house, they right. dress themselves like demons so that they would be left alone. I wonder what she looks like. I want to see if there's like a drawing or something Oh, there's her. many of them. Because yes. I want to dress like her. Yeah. There's many, <laughs> walk many around with Austin. So it's funny because like certain things I saw, like she was not a bad person originally. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But something... Did the story just kind of, like, morph that I way? guess it just morphed that way. I'm not sure, but... So there's this cave, and, like, Zach Bagans, my future ex-husband, has been there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... They've had paranormal investigators go in that cave and stuff, and they've gotten some crazy shit. That's awesome. Yeah, they've done... Um, what's really cool is when he was there, they had this, like, druid tribe or whatever, cult or clan or whatever, come and do all these, like spells and ceremonies like mm-hmm. outside of the cave to protect them for when they went in there to do their investigation. That's cool. And they did like all these castles and stuff too. But that was super awesome. Um they did catch stuff. I don't know if it has anything to do with her. But it's just cool that the local legend kind of gives you a reason why we dress up. Mm-hmm. You know? And why we leave treats out. Mm-hmm. I love origin stories. Yeah. I just love them. Um, there's way more that goes into it. Or like it. how we get words and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I there's, love that stuff. There's so much more that goes into it. And, you know, definitely during this month, we're going to go into that. We're having a bunch of shorter episodes this month so that we can get a bunch out. Just yeah. Because it's fucking Halloween and we can't wait. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what that reminded me of. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. Even though I'm not like... Super schooled on it. I don't remember. Now I want to look her up because that's totally what I'm going to be for Halloween. All right. Sounds good. And I'll be um, one of her demons. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Doing it. Bye, twats.